Hey, Adam here. Before we start this episode, I just wanted to let you all know about how easy it is to actually start a podcast yourself. I mean, you probably thought of starting your own when we were first starting this podcast. We didn't know what to do. We had a bunch of questions. Where do we record it? Where do we find music? How can we toss that up? Where did it, we're like distribution. Where's this going out to? Who is reading this? We had no idea. Just two young guns living life coming out here, shooting from the hip. And that's what we're out here to do. The answer to all of these questions is pretty simple, guys. It's Anchor FM. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. The best part, man, 100% free. This student budget going fine here on Anchor FM. Anchor does all the nitty-gritty for you, so just sit back, relax, and let your voice be heard. If you're ready to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start to join us. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear what you all come up with. When you want to hear to do, talk about things that interest you. And sit on down and listen and grab yourself a brew. Originated in S3 on Humber property. Putting up food show the franchise and your curiosity. I'm leading over to fucking get the Add a copy down the lyrics, dude. Or take a photo of the lyrics. Abundantly. <laughs> Redundant. <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to Abundantly. Right on, Dan. Still proud of right, that one. Yep, Episode yep. six, we made it. Yeah, that was that was yep. So that was our fantastic new intro. Uh, yeah, top quality. Many hours in the studio. Oh, it took us total of an hour and a half to try to get it all to work, to and get, then we said yeah. fuck that, and just did it live, and that's what came out. Always take your best worst take. We thought it was funny. We don't know if you did, but yeah. Man, I think there's something more important we have to deal with off the top, Dave. Oh, 100%. Because so, our strong listening core came through as a message for us, and I think it's worth playing. Yeah, so this is something all of you can do, too. If you st- have an, if you make an Anchor account or already have one, you can actually send us voice messages, and we're able to respond to them and put it actually in the podcast. So this is one yeah. from our great RA on our floor, S3. Yeah, like if you aren't on Audio FM already, like say Anchor hi FM. to 2000. Anchor FM. Anchor FM. <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. we're so positive. <laughs> Audio FM. If you aren't on Anchor <laughs> FM already, say uh, hi to like 2008 for me. Oh, know? yeah. All right, so this is from <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> Herbert Stewart. Bulkville, by the way, is a nice little uh, bulk barn replica that is located at... The, I believe it's at Albion Center. It does exist, though. So, uh, Adam's right, Dave is wrong, end of argument. Yeah, so what I found out from that is I'm an idiot. What I found out is that our, uh, Herbert, best RA in the game, very intelligent man, correct, 100% Albion Center, great spot if you haven't been, nice tourist location, got some Caribbean jerk places. They got beer. A Canadian tire. They got liquors. And a Bulkville. Thank sure, you, Herbert, yeah. for that. Much appreciated. <laughs> I can use all the backup I can get. So send us more messages if you want to also be on the podcast. All right. Or Herbert again. Yeah, like, Herbert, Herbert will take Herbert's you, buddy. Great. 
Uh, second year, <laughs> second year radio student. Most the better version listener. of Adam. Uh, Herbert's everything I aspire to be. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, All right, and uh, now let's get into the nitty gritty of our episode here. Man, we we've been discussing this for the past three months, but it's about time we got it on record. Differing musical tastes. And just like Herbert said about two minutes ago, why Dave is wrong, why Adam is right. <laughs> nope. Not this time. Oh, it's it's subjective though, right? It's subjective. Uh, no, no. There's definitely a right and wrong in music. No, music, <laughs> no. music is all subjective. No. You could be listening to literally just like a dude sifting through dirt and think it sounds good. I and respect that's cool, it all, but the majority of other people might not. Yeah, I was, like everybody has the right to like whatever kind of awful music they they like. But some opinions are just more right than others. <laughs> that's exactly. I think that's a good way to put it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm gonna get started. Adam, what is your favorite genre or type of music? Uh, I grew up in the heart of the booming metropolis of Windsor, Ontario. A country boy. I thought I was gonna be a young cowboy growing up. A lot Got of country. Toby Keith. <laughs> I mean, Steely Dan creeped in there. You know, he he peeked his head around the corner from time to time. Old Steely. But for the most part, I was a country guy. And then I grew up and went to a high school that. Uh, was, you know, uh, less fortunate okay. than other high schools in the area. That's a good way of putting it. Introduced to hip-hop. Okay. Changed my life. All this right. old country boy. I'm, I'm very into the hip-hop now. Now I'd say it's mostly what I listen to. So, but. like, like a ratio, like 60-40 hip-hop country or, like? I think 60-40 is about the right spot. 60-40? Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, so, uh, old country. Get you, get you some Merle Haggard. I mentioned this on the podcast <laughs> before. Uh, you yeah. know, Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, you know, the old boys. What is it? What is the story with Merle Haggard again? With Johnny Cash, right? Oh, classic story of, uh, Merle Haggard. He was in Folsom prison the night that Johnny Cash performed live. And story goes, as they say, that Merle Haggard decided that night that country music was his way, uh, to fame. And it worked out. So that's the that's the key to success, guys. Uh, go to prison and hope someone cool shows up. Just do what they do. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't take that to heart, though. I would not do that. I feel like there are worse things that could happen. Eh, I mean, it is a that it, it is a good thing that it happened, but like, man, it's it, it's incredible how quickly we got off talking about music. <laughs> I mean, no, we still are. It's still like the main mode. subject. Right? No, absolutely. Okay, but Dave, that's the I'm a hip hop and country guy. Uh, which I think is the right answer. There is no right answer, but if there was, it would I think it would be country and hip hop. Dave, what are your thoughts? Okay, so I'm more of a like alternative punk and rock type of guy. So like basically since I was four I've been listening to alternative music, right? Like my dad got me onto it early with like even just like it's not shitty, but like Green Day, they're shitty now, but like they used to not be. Stand by right? them, like, bro. Nothing Green against Green Day, Day. Ramones. Like, Sex Pistols, The Clash, like, all of those bands basically just, like, influenced me into my music tastes. Nice. So, like, lately I've been into more... It's weird, though, because, like, now I've been into more, like, angsty rap, if that makes <laughs> sense. Like Angsty move, rap. No, it's, like, it's they take influence from, like, punk and stuff. So, like, the wine and, like, okay stuff like that. So, like, Lil Peep and, like, X, they technically fall under... Like emo rap. That's the thing. I I, I steered clear of X X X X for those who aren't familiar. 
Tentacion. Tentacion. Ooh, Tentacion. My, my sincere apologies. Um, we, wherever he is. <laughs> well, I just said X. <laughs> X. Anyways, uh, yeah, I steered clear of him. I just, I didn't, you know, you hear the stories. Just, he wasn't an artist He's I was going to seek great, out. He wasn't a great dude. Yeah, but I, I've been introduced to it recently, very recently, recently perhaps. And I can see the, uh, I can see the, the appeal. appeal. Yeah. I can see the appeal. That but like little peep though, have you ever been into? I him have. No? Unfortunately, it's one of those things where you hear the poor guy passed away, and that's the first time you hear their music. That that was the case for me at least. But see, I had a buddy who uh, he got me onto Little Peep, and then he died. So Little Peep died. Jeez. And then he got me onto X, and then like after that he died. So I told the tell your friend I, to, I literally told my buddy I'm like don't ever tell yeah. me any other artist because everybody you've told me so far has died. Jeez, just shut <laughs> up, man. Like my favorite I mean, musical musical artist is Putin. <laughs> oh shit! I hope Putin doesn't hear this, man. I'm telling you right now, he won't. I won't make it to the next it's episode. Not, it's not gonna get. I don't think we're cross continent yet. We're I not mean, continental. If Putin isn't already listening to abundantly redundant, he's just behind on the times. All right. <laughs> Okay, so I I see the angsty side, but obviously that side of music has kind of some angry undertones. It's it could be aggressive. Like, yeah. I, I know you, Dave. Like, are you talking about like the? You're not an outrageous like, guy. Are you talking about like more alternative punk side, or are you talking about like the like little peep side stuff? I'm talking about sitting in your dorm room and letting those songs play on shuffle. Like the general what, consensus. What genre, like, are because I said um, two really. You know the, uh, the 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 rock one. Okay. Where it's All like. Right. Uh, 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 you know? Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah. So, like, what what was the question here? Uh, so, uh, like that, it's usually not positive, happy, good vibe music. It has some sinister tones at times. Where does that come in in your life? Like, I don't think you're, I don't think that's your personality. You here's seem like a positive guy. Thing. Every genre, though, has sinister tones. Like, oh, a lot absolutely. of the rap and stuff you listen to has sinister tones. Emo rap is the No, not thing. emo rap, but like rap, like Kanye. Yeah. It has a lot of sinister tones sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's just like, I feel like with that type of genre or like more like where there's actual instruments and singing and stuff or like raw aggressive, it's more emotional than rap okay. is. Like they get more out and you get more feeling from it. Like it feels like they put more heart into heart and soul into it than just rapping a lyric. Like I could see that. The view. lyrics might be great, but like them putting it off might not sound like sincere. Yeah. And I feel like that style of music, like like more the, the more aggressive ones, are more sincere. And like I kind of cling to that. Just that as a sense. listener, like it takes a lot out of you. Like I'm not a metal guy. If I sit down with you and I listen to a couple metal songs. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't just jump into the deep end with that. Like you yeah. can't just go like and just listen to that constantly <laughs> and be like, I like this. Like that's not gonna happen, right? You start yeah. off small and kind of build up. I, mean, I understand all the indie listeners now. Just yeah. listen to music and just it's just always nice and easy. Never too. I I guess that's what my grandparents are doing. Yeah. On the easy listening vibe. No, but like yeah, you gotta build yourself up, and even with like actually understanding what they're saying, it's that's like, it's another just, struggle. It's the same thing with like someone's accent. Like if you if you're hanging out with someone or you just met, and like you find yeah. out they have an accent, you don't really understand. The more you hear it, the more you just kind of get what they're saying. Yeah, and like their vocal fluctuations and shit like that, right? So it's the same thing as with screaming. It's like it, it just kind of clicks one day, and you're like, I understand. <laughs> Okay, because me listening to it, like, I'm trying to think of all the practice I have trying to understand people screaming. Yeah. And all the people that spend a considerable amount of screaming around me, I try to spend as little as time around as possible. 
So I, I don't I don't feel like I'm well versed in the language of screaming. Well, there's different types of screams too, right? Some are a lot easier to understand than to others. To decipher. Yeah, like a growl, like a <laughs> like that. Like it's hard to understand sometimes because like, yeah. like it just kind of meshes together. But then there's other ones where it's just kind of yelling. Right, just, like just you, your general help, yeah, like that type of thing, where like they're just yelling the words. Okay. Right, it's it's easier to understand. Help, help! I'm in a well, you know that kind. Yeah. If that, be, yeah, yeah, okay. sure, sure, right. sure yeah. right. So like, it's, I don't know. So like, listening to alternative stuff early on, it helped me. Like it, it made the transition into like heavier and more aggressive stuff easier. Like looking right. looking back, I wish I had that genre of music when I was twelve, thirteen, like fourteen. I just feel like it was so much teenage angst that I had that I couldn't release with the music. The, like there's nothing on a Willie Nelson track that's gonna uh, help me understand my teenage emotions. The thing is though, is that if you listen to that type of music and no one else does, it's hard. Like it's hard to play your own music, especially if you're in like a group setting. Because, like, no one else wants to listen to it, and you're just, like, jamming out alone, and everyone yeah. else, like, hates it. Because it like, is kind of personal, right? Like, yeah. they have emotional meetings to you. Yeah, but, like, no, but, like, growing up, especially in elementary school, like, listening to heavier stuff, and, like, all my friends, they listen to, like, like just pop music and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, the heaviest they would listen to is, like, Billy Talent or, like, My Chemical Romance. Ooh, pretty heavy, man. Right? And, like, it's, like, it was hard. If that makes sense, okay. like on a musical standpoint, to actually listen to it and like get like influences from people. Trying to relate. Yeah. Like you didn't share much music. I didn't. With people I didn't share up. a lot of music. Yeah, and like it's. I still kind of don't because of that. Right. I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. In in my more country days, no one really gave a shit what I was listening to. No one really cared what the what the newest country song was. And neither did I, to be honest. I was more of an old school guy. But now that I'm into hip hop, it's fun to be part of this music culture where you just know that everyone has listened to that hit new song that just came out like when migos has a new single come out every single person on this planet knows it i don't though that's the thing come on now if i, I played I, you i don't know migos i don't i don't think i can name one migos song not even name but i'm saying if if they're played on a speaker in a in a room if they're played at a party you're gonna recognize that tune you're gonna know a couple words out of there I everybody mean, knows migos I mean, I, I know right, you don't seek right, it out, but right. my argument is that that's just the popular music, though. Right? Exactly, and that's what hip hop is nowadays. Yeah, hip hop is now pop music. Because for a while, it was like 2000s, it was pop, right? And then it oh, switched. Shakira ages is beautiful. Yeah, then like Lady Gaga and like Katy Perry and like they were the big and like Nicki Minaj, like early Nicki yeah. Minaj, not like the weird Nicki like, Minaj now. Once Katy Perry kissed a girl, like all pop music just took a. Real dark turn for about a decade there. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then it went to country, right? So country was big for like two years. It still is. It's dying out now, though. And like yeah. hip hop, it's kind of switched between country and hip hop because like music goes through cycles. Like music, of course, yeah, it right? always will. So like, I'm just wondering what's coming up after hip hop. Like people won't stay on hip hop forever. Like Man. it's not gonna stay on that. This is the one thing I know musically. Me and Dave are gonna agree on. Bring back the ska revolution. Oh, my God. We need some more guys in board shorts and checkered vans. Like, it sounds like rap, though. Blowing on saxophones. Yeah, but, like, it's just, like, smooth. Like, oh, oh my God, it's great. It's just it, 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 great. Why did it only get a few years in the 90s? It deserved more than that. 
I mean, it started well. Ska started before reggae, right? Ska was a thing before reggae, and then Ooh. reggae happened. Ooh, I am not Google, and I know next to nothing about reggae, but I'll dispute that fact. No, I'm serious. Ska came before reggae. Okay, Herbert, can you send us a message, buddy? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know reggae or ska, which came first, chicken or the egg? No, I'm telling you right now, ska came first, and then reggae came after that, right? And then it got into other genres. Okay. Right? Yep. And then, now, and then like, early 2000s, it was, in, like, influx in ska, where a mix between ska and punk. So, like, ska punk. So, like, Streetlight Manifesto. like real time. Real Big Fish. Ooh. Like all like all of those types of bands where like they were big and then they're kind of dying out except Streetlight it's still a thing. they're holding on they're holding yeah on. they're st- they're still holding on but uh, like I like it it's good like it's yeah. fun music uh, uh, yeah just looking back into recent musical trends I think that one that like it needs to be visited more yeah it needs to come back I think yeah the, I mean the one growing up that I was super happy about was the Bling Rap era. I mean, you had to remember that, where every rapper was just iced out and rings and chains and I got this, I got that. Because as a like, 15, 16-year-old Canadian kid listening to rap, <laughs> I can't relate to how many bands you dropped on that necklace. I don't, I don't know. I'm in, like, That's seventh true. grade. That's true. And then all of a sudden now these rappers are talking about emotions, and I've had one or two. And so finally I could relate to hip-hop in a way I haven't before. Which might be why it's so damn popular now. It's more relatable than it's ever been. I mean, yeah, like even today, like we just found out we both like the same artist, right? Man Wolves, shout out. Yeah, so like we were we were walking around outside and like just like our group, and then I brought it up. I was like, "Have you guys heard of Man Wolves?" And then Adam here, he starts screaming, and he's like, "I've been telling you guys for three months about Man Wolves. I've been playing it, no one's listened, and now." <laughs> I have been preaching to the heavens for months. Every music fan I heard. You ever heard of these Man Wolves guys? They got this cool little rock influence, couple little little trumpets in there, toss it in, cool vocal guy, little rap, little punk. I was I was trying to tell everybody. I was trying to preach the word. No one listened to him. And no one heard, and now all of a sudden. Today, I was just listening to music off of Spotify, and it came up, and I was like, damn, this is good. So I figured I'll show Adam because I think this sounds great, and I hope I like it. And it turns out he's been telling us about it the entire time. And I time. did like it. The moral of this story, <laughs> great minds think alike. Check out Man Wolves. Uh, if you're willing to toss us some change, Mr. Man Wolf, <laughs> I will take it. Oh, man. For that free promotion. But, yeah, great band. Check them out. Yeah, they're good. Uh, so, like, other than country and rap, though, those were your two big main influences, like, in music? Yeah, yeah. Definitely more hip-hop nowadays. Uh, I... I you know, the big term now is mumble rapper, right? I think in my... I don't like it. I don't like mumble rapper. Eh, whatever, whoever you want to throw in that category, there's some some names on the fence there you could toss in, but for the most part, it's something I steer clear from. Okay. I mean, you know me. I'm, I'm a massive Kanye West fan. I'll preach it to the heavens. I don't give a shit about all the crazy stuff he says on TMZ. Yeah. I don't care what color he dyed his hair or how stupid his new shoes look. I think his music's fantastic. I mean, yeah, that's the, that's the thing though. You gotta diff, like, you gotta separate yeah. the artist from the music. I think there's some people that, because of things he's done in his career, will just not support him in any way. Won't listen to the music, and that's fantastic. That's your right. Go right ahead. Yeah. But I decide to look past the questionable human being <laughs> that he is, and just respect 
the fantastic albums he puts out. I mean, I have I've never been like super big into Kanye West, but like I know like his music. Like, it's I, tough like, to avoid it. Yeah, like you'll hear his songs everywhere. Yeah. Not everywhere, but like you'll come across it no matter what. So if if Yeezy is at the at the top of my musical pyramid, who's the pharaoh sitting on that tower at Giza, dude? No, it's not the top <laughs> pyramid of Giza. The tower of Giza. Little geography lesson. Uh oh man, this is a tough one. Who is the band, the artist? As of right now, I'm gonna say Streetlight. Streetlight Manifesto. Nice callback. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, like. Everything they put out so far, like it hasn't been bad, and like it, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't have a lot to say, cause like, even if I do say it, like most of you probably don't know them. I mean, there's so, gotta like, be it, some streetlight fans out there. I mean, yeah, probably, but like, I don't know, I just, if you're into something that's more fun, and like not super serious, but it still has like serious lyrics, if that makes sense. And, like, you can dance to it. How much time do you spend dancing to ska, Dave? I mean, I don't. <laughs> time to time? There's one ska dance, and I will never do it in my life. Just hit the dimmer switch, bust out it's a few like, moves. Yeah, no, like, it's not it's not a thing that I do, but, like... People do. People do it, yeah. And what's the scene at, like, a ska punk show? Is, is moshing a thing? Or is it more civil? I mean, honestly, I've never been to one. I've never been to a ska uh-huh. punk show. Have you seen it on the YouTube? I've seen it on, <laughs> I've seen it on YouTube, and it really depends on uh, like the part of the song and like what song it is, because like if there's a lot of like trumpets and like trombones and stuff playing, it's like people aren't gonna be moshing to that. I think that's a bad decision. But like if the electric guitar parts are taking the front, people tend to go more crazy at those times, right? Hey, that makes sense. But well, could, could you bring a could you bring a teenage child? I mean, yeah, you totally could. Yeah, but, Safe. like, I'm pretty sure most of their shows are, like, 18-plus, though, or 19-plus. Okay. Because, like, they do – most of the places they play, they sell alcohol. Like, they don't do, like, I big mean, stage – I don't know like, why you would go to stadiums and stuff. They do, concert. like – They do, like, smaller, like, clubs and stuff. See, yeah, the only acts I've seen live are kind of the big, big venue uh, country. Yeah. Country guys. Toby Key, saw Willie Nelson, 86 – Okay. I don't know how he's still doing it, but he's still standing up on stage. Um, so yeah, I never had that kind of small venue atmosphere. It's good. I like yeah. it. I like it better than like bigger venues, because like in bigger venues, you're just like a speck in the crowd, right? Like That's the artist point. can't really collaborate with the audience if the audience is too big. Okay. That's the. I've been in you know countless bars where there's a little house band playing, and I love that. But actually. Like a smaller couple hundred people venue. Yeah. That I'm sure a lot of punk shows in that genre are in. Yeah. It's not something I've ever been a part of. I want to throw yeah, a couple elbows. Yeah, it's like you get the stage dive. Like you could, like on a bigger venue, like you can't get anywhere near the stage. Like there's a barrier, right? And there's security guards blocking. I was, <laughs> I was gonna ask. Crossed, right? But like on smaller shows, it's like you can run onto the stage and stage dive off of it, and like. Because, like, they're more in tune with their audience and, like, they know the people there want to actually see them. Do you have to, like, sign a form when you walk in? Like, a waiver saying, like, if I get yeah. injured, I will not sit. No. You, I'm going to get elbowed in the eye socket on song number three. No, it's just you being an idiot and that was your fault. Like, Jeez. they'll be, like, don't throw elbows, but, like, they're not going to make you sign, like, a, like, a legal document. 
Like, I think a lady broke a hip at the Willie Nelson show, but oh that was about God. as outrageous <laughs> as it got. Like, she's trying to get off the turlet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. I mean, maybe we've got to take each other into uh, each other's worlds. I'll take you some good old honky-tonk country. I mean. Good time and fun. I mean, you know I listen to that sometimes. Yeah. Though. Like, I have some stuff, like, on my Spotify and, like, phone that I listen to country-wise. If you want to listen to modern country Two names. It's Chris Stapleton and it's Sturgill Simpson. See, I just don't go anywhere near modern country. Like off country is it's a no from me. It's such a dark road. You got your Luke Bryans and your Lee Bryces and your ugh, this uh, Blake. Everybody's named Blake and like Cliff. And oh, my name's Rock McGunty. No, you're not, bro. Like, just all these terrible, I hate country now. All of them with their fake accents. Gee, everybody's jeans are painted on. Every beer is ice cold. Every truck is red. Every road is dirt. Like, enough <laughs> already. We get it, guys. You can chill. Oh, we know man. the picture you're painting. We've all been to Tennessee. I mean, have you been to Tennessee? I, nope. Have most you, of us have been to Tennessee. I don't think most of us have been to Tennessee. I've been to Tennessee. It's a beautiful place. I recommend it highly. The Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. Okay. It's right. You get a cabin up there. Smell them redwoods. Actually, I don't think they have redwoods. That's more of a California thing. Yeah, California redwoods. Like the biggest trees and like. Dave, off the top woods. of your head, what kind of trees they got in Tennessee? Do they have trees in Tennessee? No, I don't think they have a single one. <laughs> <laughs> they took they got them all out in the seventies. I think Tennessee just cleared out every tree. We're like, tree. we want to be a dust bowl. No, it's it's a very luscious. Is it? It's so green. It's be- you drive through the hills and it's like you're in the. Uh... See, when I think of Tennessee, I think of like Texas. Oh, Even you're like... way off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. No, I would like uh, Tennessee, like small town Tennessee. Just imagine a beautiful little hilly European village, but it's inhabited by rednecks. So it's like a good version of yeah. like the Carolinas. Yeah, everybody just calls you it's honey. Like the not inbred version. Everybody brews shit in their <laughs> bathtub. Uh, okay, you're getting close to Carolina now. Yeah, the Carolinas <laughs> are kind of known for like the hickest. Yeah. Of the. Have hick. you ever been there? Not a day in my life. I no. drove through like North Carolina and South Carolina and like saw what you needed to see. <laughs> oh my God, no! There was one time we were driving back and it was like pitch black and there was a gas station on the side of the road that we needed to hit to get gas, but like literally like, not even like a hundred feet from it, there was like a decrepit old barn. And, like, it was, like, pouring rain, and it's, like, none of us wanted to get out of the car because it was terrifying. And then, like, while we were all watching my dad just, like, fill the tank, like, a light went on in the abandoned barn. Oh, no. And we're, like, we just, like, froze, and we're, like, no. Like, this isn't, no. Some poor guy was trying to cook up some methamphetamine. I mean, I wouldn't even doubt it, but, like, I don't understand why we would pick a place so close to a gas station. The I mean, it's meth in a meth lab. Blows well, up. I don't think the meth lab's like, hey, let me look at the real estate listings and find it's a cute place a, on Main Street. But if a meth lab blows up, the gas station blows up. What? It's a meth head, dude. Like, I don't think they're they're taking safety into precaution. I mean, they're already taking their life into their own hands. I just think they're trying to. They found a cute little barn, you know, maybe smell <laughs> like hay, put some lights in there, and they they cooked up some meth, and they're just trying to live their life. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a good move getting out of there, though. That's a dangerous situation. I mean, uh, it, now that I'm thinking back, it probably wasn't even that bad. Because, like, the way I described it, that didn't sound terrible. It was just raining. My dad was <laughs> getting gas, and there was just an abandoned bar with a light. A light went on, went on in but a like, building. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's that, like, in this, like, especially there, there's no lights along the highways. 
Yeah, it, it is, is dark. Pitch black. It is dark driving. Like in the it's States. ridiculous. Like driving through like the like the the mountains there. Like they're just rolling yeah. hills. It's like it's just pitch black the entire drive. Jeez. Like it's 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 not great. Man, just I guess all the riding lawnmowers have headlights on them. <laughs> they get around just fine. Yeah, they're they're not flying at like a hundred kilometers an yeah. hour down a pitch black highway. A small town America, like south southern America. I was gonna say South America. That's a whole different thing entirely it's beautiful but like my folks drove down to florida we're gonna hit the old orlando trip in universal you drove down there yeah it was a stupid decision we lived oh in windsor God. uh about 24 hours on the road Ugh. and day one we ended up stopping for the night in locust grove georgia and their claim to fame he was on almost every billboard in town they had the fastest riding lawnmower racer in the nation that's amazing I, oh, I'm trying to remember the buddy's name. It was like Guy Bucket. Just the exact. <laughs> Guy Bucket. Just like the most perfect riding lawnmower racer name. Okay. Yeah, like that's in small town America. That's what they got. I mean, like if they're, yeah, like it, here's the thing though. Like if you don't have a lot of like big sports stadiums and stuff and you still want to do sports, yeah. what do you do? You just get lawnmowers together and race them. <laughs> get that old John Deere from your <laughs> grandfather and put a weed whacker engine in that bad boy. Just get it ripping. Oh my God. Like I. I could see that, like, happening, like, even, like, around here. Yeah, I, I want to go check it out. Yeah, I kind of want to go to one of those races. That's cool. If anybody knows any local lawnmower races, <laughs> if they I accept like, push carts, like, I'll enter. What? Like, push mows. I feel, I feel like you need to be, like, it'd be, like, a sitting lawnmower. Ah, that's a shame. I just want to run behind with a lawnmower. Okay. Get, like, a Cub Cadet or, like, a John Deere. See, and what, and what confuses me is that all these lawnmower races are on dirt. Well, yeah, they take out the they don't they don't leave the blade in on the bottom. They take it out, and they just it's basically just like the, like the engine and the outside. So they're not lawnmowers anymore. They're just shitty go karts. <laughs> Pretty much. Just but like go, oh, the we're gonna race these. A lawnmower, but they just take out the blades and like the dangerous part. These awful looking, unsafe, not fast. Go karts. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that don't mow like, the grass. Like I've heard of it before, and I'm pretty sure there's like regulations and guidelines where like you're able to upgrade the engine a certain point to like hit a certain speed and like certain amount of horsepower and stuff. It's the same thing with like F1 racing and stuff where they have <laughs> to stay in guidelines, right? It's just like F1 <laughs> racing. <laughs> it's more intense than F1 racing, honestly. Man, yeah. If I had my knees out and buddies were bumping their mowers into oh, mine, yeah, I'd be a little nervous. And those Got the knee pads on, dude. Those boys in those pretty suits and helmets. <laughs> All respect to F one, though. I have no idea what you go through. Oh, have you like have you ever like watched F one races or like read about it or like watched any movies on it? Man, um, I I've I've tuned in. You know, TSN from time to time will be tossing on the Canadian Grand Prix or whatever it is. My only issue with F one is no one ever passes. Because When's the exciting part? When does it happen? No one crashes, no one passes. The exciting part. Well, the and then it's over. Well, yeah, because everyone's following their racing line like to the letter, right? What's the oh the okay the racing line is like almost like the optimal way to get around the track in the shortest amount of time. So it's a race where everybody goes the same speed. Well, no, they take the same line, the same speed, but it's like it's hard to pass someone who's already on the inside. So, like inside of the corner, I mean, like inside of the outside. If someone in front of you is already on the inside, it'd be harder to break your own line, go to the outside, wrap around him, and get back to your own line while in front of him without crashing into him. That makes a lot of sense. So, like, it's really hard to like for F one racers to actually like pass each other for that reason. And like, you're in like a 
a car that's like 650 horse like ridiculous amounts that are like limited like they could go like way higher but like they have to push them back and like how light are those things they're not oh they're super heavy <laughs> and like they're drag they look so light like they look super aerodynamic right? yeah they're not oh like their drag is like ridiculous is that on purpose well, yeah, because, like, you don't want the car to go flying into this, like, like a kite. flying off. Yeah, because, like, if you're drag or, like, your downforce is too low, if you reach a certain speed, your car will literally lift and, like, it'll go flying for a bit and then crash. So, like, they need to keep the drag a certain amount. And, like, there's guidelines Jeez. to basically make it safe, but, like, it's also not safe, like, at all. The old letter Kenny added so much torque on the back end, had a hard time keeping the front end down. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. So, like, it's... I, F1 is cool to me. Like, I've always been more into F1 than... Uh... Yeah, growing up in Windsor, we always had the race on Belle Isle. And it was, like, a huge thing in the city. You had the jet flyover, everybody turning up for this race. And I'd be sitting in my backyard in Windsor, maybe a half-hour drive away on a summer's day, and just hear, like, every single 30 yeah. seconds for about an hour. Yeah, see, I've always been more into, like, track racing like that instead of, uh, like, NASCAR. Like, I've never been really into NASCAR, but I always thought it was boring. Oh, Dave, we can't start on NASCAR at 32 minutes, man. <laughs> I'm going to save that for the next episode. All right, all right, all right. We'll get to that NASCAR story oh, bright man. and early on episode <laughs> 7 because it is a doozy. Okay. All right. 32 minutes. You know what time it is, Dave. Hit them with that outro. Abundantly redundant. Podcast of the people. <laughs>